This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What is up, family? Welcome to Speak. It's about to be the most fun 90 minutes of your day. Some huge, and I mean huge, news in the world of sports. Checks my watch. Dame time. It is coming to an end. The breaking news of the day, his agent has officially said he only wants to play in Miami. Period. We got to get to the desk to see how we feel about that. Far end, NBA insider, brilliant mind, one of the most brilliant in all of sports, Slick Rick Dubuker. Slick, how you feeling? I am feeling good, especially since I got the opportunity earlier to see what Emmanuel Acho looked like <laughs> oh, when he man. first... Joined. They was coming at my head, y'all. They was coming at my head. Yeah, when he was first in high school. <laughs> they were saying what he looked like. that I don't be fresh on set. And here's the thing. Enjoy. You and I agreed with this. You don't need to be fresh when you work out. When you work out, you just need to get to no, work out. No, they weren't saying that you weren't fresh on set. They just said you weren't fresh all day long. That's yeah. fact. You, That's had fact. The, you know, you get the triple X shirt and you wash it, and it's big here, but the sleeves are small. That's what you look That's like. That. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They're not wrong. <laughs> that is Joy Taylor. This is Super Bowl champ Will Blackman. Oh, you're not shady. That handshake didn't work. Yeah, I, people would have missed it. It didn't, but... it didn't, it didn't yeah. work. All right, let's get to the news. We've already told y'all. Dame Lillard, y'all know he wants to get to Miami, but what's most intriguing about today is he only wants to get to Miami. His agent has said that, yes, prospective trade partners, they've been calling, and he's picked up out of respect, but Miami is the destination for the seven-time All-Star. Why would you want an unhappy All-Star? Here is my thought, Slick, and I could not be more excited to have another conversation than this one. If there was a better one to have in sports right now, we would be leading with it, but instead, we're leading with this. I think that Dame Lillard should be more open-minded. When you think about players who have requested or demanded trades in basketball, in the modern basketball era, or at least the last 20, 23 years, usually it does not work. Mm -hmm. It is so, in my mind, egotistical that one could argue it's asinine to think you, a player, know more than a GM about what it would take and where you would land to win a championship. Many have tried, few have succeeded. Mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard, he succeeded incidentally, when he went to Toronto. He didn't even want to go to Toronto. Y'all go back and do your research if you really want clarification. He succeeded incidentally. But players who request a trade leave and it works out, it rarely happens. Mm -hmm. Rarely. You can leave in free agency, Kevin Durant. You can leave in free agency, LeBron James. But when you request out James Harden, it doesn't really work out yeah. to win a championship. Dame's leaving to win a championship. So in my mind, Dame should be more open-minded. Mm-hmm. Slick, what you think? I agree. He should be, but I'm not going to fault him if he's not. Because the one thing that we don't know, one thing we assume is the reason that he wants to go is because he wants to play for a championship. Ultimately, 
ideally win a championship. Mm-hmm. If, but, but as we know, when we make a decision to make a change, it's not always just one thing that drives us, sure. right? And so I could make a case that he should be more open-minded because a lot of this depends on if it is just winning a championship, well, what's coming back the other way? This isn't I'm joining as a free agent, so I know what I'm joining. It's, well, what are they going to have to give up? And is that team still going to be championship caliber when they make the trade to get me? That's why be more open-minded. If it's really just about winning a championship, then Philadelphia, Boston, Milwaukee, like there are a number of other teams that I could put in the same category as Miami in terms of having a shot. Yep. Now, if it's, I want to play for a championship, but I also, I'm looking at where I'm going to spend the next two, three, four years of my career, where I'm ultimately going to wrap it up, and where I would have the most likely long-term opportunity to chase a championship. Then I understand why it would be Miami, because I know that culture is established. I know that Eric Spolster is not going anywhere. I know that Pat Riley's not going anywhere. I know what they're about and have been about consistently. So they give me the better landing spot in terms of how I'm going to spend the next three, four years. And that's why I don't fault him if he sticks to this. But if it is really about winning a championship, then, then I would be more open-minded. Well, yeah, what a joy. How can you be intentional and open-minded? Seems a little bit of a conflicting ideology when you're talking about asking for a trade. Just send me anywhere. Free me from this. I'm not saying anywhere. Okay, but there's no point in being, you know, free-willed about it to get out of Portland. If you're trying to win a championship, you should absolutely have a very, very short list. There's already a very short list of places that we actually think can compete for a championship that are actually right. competing for a championship okay. year after year or in that conversation or have been to the finals at all. So, But he doesn't a, have a list. He's got the one. That's one. Right, because you, you should make a list and then, and then you start scratching things off based off of what you want. So he should be very intentional. The list should be quite short. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the, the, as you start to check things off, the list becomes even shorter if you are doing this with intention. Now, obviously, asking for a trade or demanding a trade then puts the team that you are with in a somewhat precarious position because they don't have the negotiating power that they would to send you multiple places. But this isn't a dysfunctional situation. This isn't a, like, it doesn't matter where he goes. It absolutely matters where he goes. And, and when you're looking over history, guys that have asked for trades and, and whether they've been successful or not, if you, if you win a championship after you ask for a trade, it was a success. It doesn't matter what happens mm-hmm. after that. And in a lot of these situations where guys ask for trades, they've already won championships. Shaq? When Shaq didn't start in, in L.A., remember, his right. career did not start in L.A. He, he went to L.A., won a championship, wanted to go to Miami, won a championship there. Right. So, like, we can go down the list of guys where there's plenty of examples of where it's worked and plenty of examples where it hasn't worked. To me, if I'm Dame, I'm being hyper-intentional about where I'm going to go for the purpose of winning a championship for my brand, for my family, for everything. And that list becomes very short. Well, what'd you think? And it's Miami. That's <laughs> 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 to the list. I, that. I think... I'm sure there's a place that he wants to go, and it's Miami. It's said and done. But I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a few other teams that they're speaking with. And open-minded, meaning, like, if you're in line with what he is looking for, I'm sure he's going to entertain that. So just because I believe his agent said, like, anyone else call, you're going to get a disgruntled player. I read it as, like, anyone else that 
is not in contention for a championship, he's going to be disgruntled. So, I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with them just saying, like, this is what we want. I remember when I was... Um, I was acting as OBJ's agent on Twitter. <laughs> I said, listen, I said, look, don't send us anywhere else. <laughs> LA only. LA only. Just mm. because at this point, I feel like in OBJ, OBJ's career, he's trying to contend for a title, get to a spot there. So here, yeah, be, I, that's a tough one. Be more open-minded. But if you're in line with what he wants, then yes, I can see I him would, being more available for that. I would say, like, I'm cool if he was doing what I believe Joy is saying and what Will is saying, if there was a short list. But based upon what his agent has recently said, it's he wants to play in Miami, period. Mm. I'm not enunciating the period symbol. He literally said, period. Right. So if he wants to play in Miami, period, that's where I have an issue. But why should the list be longer? In my mind, it's like anybody who desires a ring. Whether you desire a ring to play for championships or you desire a ring romantically. Yeah, you have your deal breakers, but you're not going to say, I only want you to fit this one specific criteria. You better be this tall or this short. You better make this exact amount of money. You better live in this goddamn city. To me, it's like, no, you have your deal breakers. You got Mm -hmm. your Mm must-haves. I hope that you are going to be able to contend for a championship. Okay, now you say Milwaukee, you say Miami, you say Philly, you say Boston. Okay, are you an organization that has historically won championships? Okay, now that list might dwindle a little bit. Now you go Boston, and I go Miami, or Milwaukee won one recently, Miami won one. Okay, are you an organization that has a star player I can depend on? Like, (laughs) I think things would start to dwindle a yeah, little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. Like when you're picking a life partner, you, you should have some pretty serious non-negotiables. Oh, no doubt. Do you have a good culture? How yep. many of those teams have a good, solid culture? We know next year they will have a good culture. Unequivocally. I'm two, saying Milwaukee. Two Milwaukee. New coaches. Milwaukee and Miami. New coaches. They have a new coach in Milwaukee. Congratulations. Don't. I don't care. They have Giannis. Okay, well, you might not care, but the new regime can come with can come with a little bit of rocking. Yeah, but Adrian Griffin's not coming in there to rock the boat. I don't even care about that. You, you just Middleton. fired your head coach. You don't count if you just fired your head coach. I'm honestly, sorry. Honestly, honestly, Bud was in trouble before he won that championship. So, so, so you're saying there were problems in the building before the no, coach no, no, was fired? No, no, no. I'm coach saying they fired. had issues with the way that Bud was making in-game decisions. I don't think that the culture is bad in Milwaukee. But you just hired a new head coach, by the way, who has never been a head coach before. I'm Damian Lillard, and I'm putting my future in the hands of someone who has never coached before. Maybe he's great. Maybe he's the greatest coach ever. We have absolutely no idea. I don't mind the knock on what they might be as a schema- schematically. It's the culture that I would say I'm not worried about. When you have Chris Middleton, who's a 10-year vet, Drew Holiday. You're not worried about it. But if I'm Damian, if I'm Damian, I'm considering that. Yeah. The Sixers have never been past the second round with Joel Embiid. They have a new coach. Now, a proven coach, right. but it's a, it's a new coach. Boston, Boston's interesting, but Boston hasn't been able to put it together. They've lost a, a very crucial defensive piece. That there's, there's some questions there, but they, cool. they, right. have, they have the same head coach. They're a returning head coach. They have returning stars. We could negotiate what we would move around here in Boston. So really, it's already down I feel to like they won't if lose you're talking much. about to security. You're talking about Boston and Miami. Like the list already got but, shorter. But I, you, you're predicating it off the fact that a team that has a new head coach, you're just discounting them. I am Damian Lillard. I'm not you, fan of Giannis. I'm not me, fan of. It's of, not fan of Giannis. It's fan of reality. It's, I, I no, am a fan that, of reality. That's a, big that's deal. a new thing. Okay, it, but here's a, here's the flip side of this. Because without question, if you want to talk about culture or you want to talk about the pieces that are there, Miami Heat has the advantage there. Right. They are they they are the most established. But if I'm talking about winning a championship, am I convinced that me joining them is going to be the formula 
to beat everybody else as opposed to me joining Giannis and the Bucks, okay. or me and Joel Embiid and a championship coach in Nick Nurse. That's the question. And <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to say Miami has everything that I want, convince me, Philadelphia or Milwaukee, why you have more of what I want. That to me is being open-minded, as opposed to saying, I've already looked at you, but Milwaukee. I've already looked at you, Philadelphia. I am going to Miami no matter what. We're implying through this conversation that, that Dame hasn't already done that. Like, what is the secret no, that Milwaukee's going to reveal to Dame that's going to convince him based off of the, the like, we're, he just rolled over one day and was like, South Beach. You're the one. Well, quite literally, in that interview off rip, they were like, well, Dame, you know, a couple teams I mean, you might want to play for. Let's be serious. For. Okay, right. Damian Lillard has considered where he wants to go play for his future. He's watched other teams. He's spoken to other players. He knows what coaches are there. He knows what the, what the coaching that's coming into Milwaukee and that's coming into Philadelphia, what comes with that. Like, let's not treat Dame like he just, like, rolled over yesterday no. and decided that it was Miami. No, but... But I would want to talk to Giannis about Adrian Griffin. I would want to, I would want to talk to their GM about, about the new coach. I would want to talk to Nick Nurse about how he sees the Philadelphia 76ers and what his plan for them is. I'm not saying that Miami doesn't have a leg up and that he, hasn't, he already knows what's there and you'd have to convince him otherwise. I'm just saying there's enough new moving parts that I want to see, like, what's your plan, Philadelphia? How do you, what, what, would I, what would I bring to the table? What would you have there? And I think it's close enough to consider, especially if you're leaving Portland to say, I want to win a championship. Like, I want to check every box. I want to check every possibility. And I, I think he is. For that. I think he is checking every box. I don't it's know. Just, it's just, it doesn't no. sound like that. It sounds Whoa. like it's Miami or bust. Well, but, I mean, well, that's what well, they put he out. personally has, I'm sure, spoken with his agents and the people that he trusts and other people around the league. Like, just because he's not walking us through every step of what got him to this decision for Miami doesn't mean that those steps weren't taken. I, I, the only thing is all I can do is operate under the information that we have been given, for the sure. information that we have read, the for information sure. we I'm going to assume fat. that Damien is a grown man who is a veteran in the league who has taken the time to consider every level of what this decision comes with and, and, and where he would like to go. Just but I, because he hasn't brought us behind the curtain of how that process has gone, I would trust that he's considered everything that's going on in Philadelphia, I, and, everything that's going on in Milwaukee, everything that's going on in Boston. Okay, but there is one element that he can't quite uh, judge yet, which is what are they giving up to get me? Because oh, we don't know them? that. They can send them wherever they want. No, 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 no. But I'm saying if I'm going to go to Miami – what is Miami giving up right. for what me are they to losing? go Because right. literally, I, I, I know this for a fact. When, when Chris Paul was leaving the New Orleans, uh, I don't know if they were the Hornets or the Pelicans, whatever they were. At the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> when he was leaving New Orleans and he was looking at the Lakers and the Clippers, he was literally in those conversations in terms of who was going to be coming back the other way and said, no, I don't want you to trade X. Like X has to, stay, has to be there for me to go there. Right. So that would be the question for me if I'm Damien looking at it. Okay, who is Boston get, or who would Philly be giving up? Who would Miami be giving up? Who would Milwaukee be giving up? And then let me look at that and see if everything is still equitable and Miami is still ahead of the other 
two or three the, in that case. It is fascinating. We, we'll get more to it later. I will save my thought for the sake of not having the last word. Same. And, uh, oh, <laughs> Coming up, would just making the playoffs be a success for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? All this drama and all they going to do is make the playoffs? Can we call that successful? That's next on Speak. Remember, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. We'll be back shortly. Baseball is in full swing, and so is flipping bats. This all-star game, join us in Seattle for the best views of the Midsummer Classic. The wall, it's gone. We'll be doing live pregame shows and live postgame shows for both the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. So join us for two amazing nights, July 10th and 11th. To celebrate the best players in the game, tune in and follow us on FoxSports.com, the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Aaron Rodgers, a man who needs no introduction. He's bringing his Hall of Fame resume to New York with the whole world watching. The four-time MVP made a historical transition, leaving Green Bay after 18 years and joining the Jets. Remember, Jets haven't made the playoffs in 13 years, where I am privileged, y'all are privileged as well, to be sitting and joined by someone who played with Aaron Rodgers. Didn't win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but did win a Super Bowl with him in your own right. Cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Honor to get to that opinion. But, Joy, let's start with you because you've been very passionate about this topic. Would just making the playoffs, just doing that, would that be a success for Rodgers in year one? I mean, I don't think so. Uh, He's making $50 million a year. It was a massive trade. He asked for a trade. Mm -hmm. Hmm. <laughs> to was the Jets. very specific about where he was going. Did not provide a long list. Was not open-minded at all about where he wanted to go. <laughs> Re- Went to a place we had a lot right? of questions about. No, um, no. I think I think I think the expectations should be higher because it's Aaron Rodgers. Realistically, making the playoffs for the Jets wild success. I mean, put up a banner. Big, big, big deal. In the AFC, making the playoffs with the gauntlet that everyone's going to have to go through will really be, for most teams, considered to be a success this year. Hmm. But I think for everything that's happened, the way that he left, the status that he is, the expectations that should rightfully be there, and the fact that he missed the playoffs last year in Green Bay, and we still think that he is of the caliber of elite players that warranted all of this drama and all this talk and all these expectations, I think that they should do more than just make the playoffs. You the one I want to hear from. <laughs> Why me? You play with Rodgers. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, I 1,000% I believe that this would be a success for Aaron Rodgers um, just because he's going there and helping to reshape what they were missing. They weren't a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. They were a quarterback away from the playoffs, mm-hmm. and which they haven't seen, as you mentioned, in 13 years. And um, coming, now I will say, I hear what Joy is saying in terms of what they gave him financially, 
what they brought over for him skill player wise. He has his coordinator. He has he has everything he he needs. Mm-hmm. But for the Jets alone, um, yeah, I I think just making the playoffs is is enough. Now, not just having a winning record, they need to make the playoffs. And if anything other than that is more, because I don't believe also this is a this is a one year situation. You know, he's not coming in right now in a one year deal. We need to go to the Super Bowl and get this done. This is like come here and at least make some noise. And try to take over the AFC East. Oof, that's a, that's a tall task. Yeah, but that but that is what's required of him to come there. He's not coming there just to be there and win games. He's here to make the playoffs and try to take over the AFC East, which they haven't done in over a decade. Very good right. point. I, I do think making the playoffs alone will be a success for the Jets, <clears throat> not for Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I'm kind of with Joy on this one. Like, if you are Aaron Rodgers, a four-time MVP, making fifty million dollars, but more importantly, a four-time MVP, there are a lot of guys getting paid a lot of money that aren't as good as that money will suggest. So I'm gonna talk about what he has accomplished. You're a four-time MVP. For Aaron Rodgers, you have to do more than just make the playoffs. Since when is that an accomplishment? Right. The bar has been raised by you, Rodgers, not by us. But if you are a Jets fan, you ain't been to the playoffs since Aaron Rodgers last won a Super Bowl. I believe that is 2011. If you're a Jets fan, if you make the playoffs, imagine the elation, the joy, the happiness that will go on in the Meadowlands just by making the playoffs. I will playoffs. say this, though. Utter success in my mind. Utter success. I'll say this. For 2023, just making the playoffs is a success. But his whole duration in New York, uh, he better get a Super Bowl. Mm. You know, he, can't, he, can't, he cannot leave. Whoa. He can't. What do you mean, whoa? Super Bowl. He's got to win a Super Bowl. Yes. You put the bar coach. at Aaron Rodgers yes. winning a yes. Super Bowl yes. in New York. How many what, years did he have to do that in Green he, Bay? That's what he's playing for now. He's not here just to keep playing. Ooh. He's playing to get another Super Bowl. Because that's the only thing that anyone can ever say about him is that he has one Super Bowl ring. All right. So that's what he's doing now. So wow. I'm saying this year, yes, play playoffs. How many years is he going to play? He's still cold. Uh, he's still he's a bad dude. Turn, he's about to turn 40, which is why what I would that say. What mean? I would say making the playoffs. You guys are focused on what Aaron has done. No, we're I'm not. I'm focused on what Aaron last was in Green Bay, which was a guy who couldn't beat Jared Goff. Which if he did Lions. what he did last year for the Jets, Jets are in the playoffs. Okay, that's which, which is why. I'm saying that making the playoffs, I like where you're going, um, making the playoffs next year would be a success, okay? This year. Uh, this, this coming season. Mm-hmm. Because let's keep in mind who we're talking about. We're not talking about Tom Brady joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers working for Robert Sala, who's 11-23 and 23 and is a third-year coach. We're talking about the New York Jets, who have not had a winning record in seven years. Mm-hmm. So making the playoffs, I presume, is going to mean that they have a winning record. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to bring some joy to Gotham. No doubt. Right? Making the playoffs is, is joy. Now, overall, I believe that if it's only if this whole Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets experiment uh, experiment is simply a playoff appearance, then that's going to be an abject disappointment failure. I'm not going to put the bar so high as he's got to win a Super Bowl, but if it's just a playoff appearance this year, then it has to be at the very least a playoff win next season in order to, for this to feel like it was worth but it. But you don't bring in an almost 40-year-old quarterback to just get playoff wins. If That's why I'm saying his whole duration there, they make this move so he can go get them a Super Bowl. That is a good point. That's a very that's because, it's no, it's not, no, it's not. It's, it not, is because it's, not a, it's not a long-term investment. Truth be told, you could have matured 
a rookie. Hopefully, Zach Wilson would have been that rookie, but you could mature a rookie to make the playoffs. We're talking about the New York Jets. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. I, I understood. Unstoppable force and movable object. Okay. <laughs> like, hold if on. If they traded for like Colin Murray, on, then on. okay, yes, they got time to figure this out and what have you. This is an immediate, this is a Tom Brady transaction. This is yes. a Peyton Manning transaction Correct. in Denver. Correct. This, yes. is, this is right along those lines right there. I, I get that, but this is also New York. I have seen New York overreach. I've seen New York go get a Carmelo Anthony. What, to win a championship? No, because we wanted that star power. Wait, come back and, to and football. And we sucked for come a long time. That's a good point, though. That's a good, that mellow like, point is a, that the New York of it all yeah. is a good point. Yeah, what, what, like, because they've been bad for so long, if we can go get a star but and bring like, it to New York, Giants, and we can be Giants, back in the Jets. mix. That's Knicks, Met, uh, Nets. That's... Joy, you're just relishing, I feel like. <laughs> I'm very happy right now. Why is that? I mean, because this is everything I've been saying. I keep getting told that having expectations of this is unrealistic because it's the Jets. But my thing is, fine. If it is unrealistic, let's stop talking about it. I can't, there's other teams that are legitimate contenders that we could spend time pontificating about what they're going to be. And I've been right there with you. It's, it, it, but that's, <laughs> but that's not what you make Company these man moves for. you got to man up. I'm a like, joy man right we, now. <laughs> You gotta step up to the plate when you make moves like this. There should be real expectations for Aaron Rodgers. And there's this, there is something that with Aaron Rodgers as well that he's so good and so talented that we've sort of overlooked his lack of postseason success outside of the Super Bowl, of course, which nobody can take away from him. But he's seven and nine in the playoffs since 2011. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are the Jets? It's, okay. I hear you. They're, they're non existent. They're non existent, but. That's the past. You went and you, you, you built this team. You have a good defense under Sala. You have young players who are at the top of the league for, the, for their age. You, you made this move. You yes. put your big boy pants That's on. That's what I'm saying. So, Guys so, get so paid. step into that. The expectation should be higher than just making the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers. If you wanted to just make the playoffs, you go get a Derek Carr. You go get a young player. You, you trade up in the draft and try your luck again. She's so saying off year one, they got to go. I'm not saying they need to go to the Super Bowl in year one. I'm saying that the expectation should be win a playoff game in year one with Aaron Rodgers. So we agree. No, you said make the playoffs. She said make and win a playoff game in year one. They should win a playoff game in year one. <laughs> so we're saying so the same thing. Here's, now we are. I, I do think there's a difference, if we're being honest with ourselves and being honest with y'all at home, there's a difference between expectation and realistic expectation. I was thinking about this in getting ready for the show. In order for the Jets to win a playoff game year one, y'all do understand they would have to beat either the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Bills, mm-hmm. or the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I don't anticipate that Which the Jets would be the five seed. So I anticipate the Jets will be the six seed and or the seven seed, meaning they will play the two seed and or the three seed, likely being the Chiefs and or the Ravens or the Bengals or the uh, Bills. It is doable. Not at all. Not at all saying it's not doable. But the expectation to win that, great. But the realistic expectation, right now the Jets are going into the season six games worse than the Buffalo Bills. Bills won 13 last year. Jets won seven. I think Aaron Rodgers is worth several games. I do not think Aaron Rodgers is here's worth the, Here's the beauty of playing with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. I, I remember being on defense, even, you know, in our room we have the goal board, like don't give up 17, no. right? No, this many first downs, one on third down, all this stuff. But we knew, like, if we 
If we just give up twenty three, yeah, exactly. If we give up twenty three, like It'll be all right. we got this guy, we we okay, we're okay. And I've been blessed. I played with Far, I played with Rogers, I played with Eli. I've been in a situation where it's like, look, we got a guy who, at, when like when push comes to shove, they're gonna get the points for us. Yeah. And so, for the Jets, I think the most they, you can fact check for me because you got your iPad there. Me, I think the most me. they given up was like what twenty eight. Last year, last if they would have scored twenty one, they would have won eleven games. That's they what I'm scored saying. Yeah. So just that alone. Um, is why I feel strongly about you mentioned all those teams, they will be able to compete against all those teams. Now, obviously, the biggest thing is health, right? They're losing Reese Hall was me, a that's, big deal that's last year. not the biggest thing. The but biggest that was thing a big deal last year. When, they, when they had him, when no Reece Hall was they cooking, were, they, were rolling. Cooking. I believe they lost the, him, that was a big deal. Jets started off hot, but Joy's brought this up before. I will ask you, put you on the hot seat, if you will. The biggest thing for me is, which Aaron Rodgers are we getting? Regular season? We, like, are we getting, not even regular season post, are we getting 2022 Rodgers hmm. or 2021 Bro, like prior I, if they Rogers? got Rodgers last year, what he did. They would have won a playoff game. They would have been just, nah, nah, yes. they, No, they wouldn't have been just fine, actually, no. Because they still would have had to see the Bills and or the Chiefs and or the Bengals. And Rodgers last year, he didn't throw for 300 yards once in a game. Yep. That Rodgers is not beating the Bengals or the Chiefs and likely not beating the Bills. So they wouldn't have been just Listen, fine. Listen, for a combined, all the quarterbacks they played last year, they threw 56%. Aaron Rodgers do 64 percent, 26 and 12, like for anyone else. But those aren't good numbers. For anyone else, that's legit. For what they had defensively, understood. Understood. You're saying for what they had defensively, that's good. Right. But when you are facing the likes of Joe Burrow, when you are facing the likes of Patrick Mahomes, and you're facing the likes of Lamar Jackson, Josh and Allen, your defense Justin is not Herbert. giving up 30. Your defense is not giving up 30. So like. I'm not worried about it. So you think last year's Rodgers is good enough to take the Jets where they want it? Absolutely. Whew. Okay. Judging by Joyce's face, she does not agree. No. I, I mean, I think he, he might win enough regular season games to get them to the playoffs. But again, if it was just making the playoffs. Right, which maybe. is the original question, which I would think that would be a success. If what he just did what he did last year. And last year, he played under circumstances of he didn't want to be there. Correct. There was all kinds of things Correct. going on emotionally. Correct. Clearly, right now, he is ecstatic. He's happy. Things are going well. He has his coordinator. Like I mentioned, he everything he needs. He got $50 million. Like everything. Yeah, I'm happier at 36 than I was at uh, 19. But again? I, you asked me to run 100 meter dash it's going to take me a lot longer right now than it did when I was 19. Well then you just run more and then you'll be out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no about that. I just I think that it's hard Joy, you for got me willpower. to make you got it. Listen, only, only willpower can only do so much. Yeah. Mind <laughs> is willing the I'm body I'm going to get there in 24 seconds. The, the issue I have is I feel like we are laying this kind of like kind of soft landing for Aaron Rodgers. Like it's it, it's okay if you just do this. But I think the bar has been reset for several reasons. One, I think Tom Brady started it. Then Matthew Stafford. Then the expectations that we had that were not reached for Russell Wilson. So we've seen these top-level quarterbacks be unhappy True. and leave and, and force their way out, go to very specific places, and have either the highest level of success that you can have or be the worst that you can possibly be. And so I think the expectations for Aaron Rodgers should be much closer to uh, Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford where that bar was set than it is Russell Wilson, than, than just improving well, Stafford, a team. Stafford and Brady, they knew the situation they were going into. Russell had no idea the hurricane he was going to deal with. Like right. every, everything was all it. great. He was like, new city, I'm going to do this. He had no idea. Again, he, he went to a new head coach. Yeah, well, I didn't like that. I'm saying to your point about basketball with yeah. him, uh, where Brady 
came, brought everything he wanted with him. Stafford came, had everything he needed. Mm-hmm. Peyton obviously wasn't traded, it was different, but he came and brought everything he needed with him. So Rodgers has done much of the same. And that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like and, and that's what I'm saying. He's going to, he's like, I'm not going to go to a situation where I can't have, Fair. especially at this point in my career, yeah. where right, I can't so have everything I need. So shouldn't the expectations be very high? Which I think, you I'm think saying Super Bowl they are. The, I'm yeah. saying his duration, they're, a Super Bowl win is in order during his time. At the, he can't leave the Jets and not do that. Then but I there's believe, only, like, ooh, how, uh, how long is he going to play, though, is the question. Because I only see this as a They pay him $50 million. Dollars, you play as long as you do. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, it's really fascinating to wonder, like, can Aaron Rodgers bring the Jets a Super Bowl? I think the last Super Bowl they won, maybe Super Bowl three. Sixty-nine. Yep. Was it Super Bowl three? was the last Super Bowl they won. So I'm like, I don't think they've won since Namath. If you can come out here and do that, like, that's hard to do. Final thoughts. 40-year-old. Aaron Rodgers is going to bring the New York Jets. Just stop, put stop, New York Jets. Stop aging the dude, man. How do you New York Is he really 38? Uh, 39 in December. Why are you giving him two extra years? Yeah, you are 39. 39. Right, 39, 39. Wait, is he 39? 39. Okay, you can call him 40 then. <laughs> Just like that? <laughs> no, 38. 38 is not. Yeah, like, he's not just calling me 40 when I'm 38. I'm 38. He's going to be 40 this year. I'm 38. He'll be 40 during I'm 40. this season. <laughs> no, you're very much 38. He's 39. Okay. Yeah, apolo- if you call apologies. me 40 when I'm 38, apologies. we're going to scrap. I'm 39. We'll wrap it up. Go ahead, Rick. 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers is going, to, is going to lead the New York Jets to a Super Bowl. Crazier you know things have happened. ridiculous that sounds? That, that, that doesn't sound like a real sentence. <laughs> well, we will see if it will be here in the next several months. Coming up, we got to go from Aaron Rodgers to two of the young elite quarterbacks. We know Josh Allen is great. We know Lamar Jackson is great. But who has more to prove? Neither has been to a Super Bowl. Only one conference championship game appearance between the two. Let's dive into that next on Speak. Aaron Rodgers. Hey college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, superstar quarterbacks from the same draft class, but have gotten slightly different results. Lamar has a unanimous MVP to his name. Josh Allen, several more playoff appearances. Now, yesterday we talked about this, this conversation, the very intriguing conversation of who's got more to prove? Allen, Lamar Jackson. Well, family, yesterday's show was not enough, so we wanted to run it back with a new voice, a Super Bowl-winning voice, a 12-year NFL-experienced voice. Well, you get the first stab at this. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, who has more to nah, prove? Y'all had the first stab. What'd you say yesterday? I wasn't here. Okay. Yesterday, <laughs> I said Lamar Jackson. Joy said Josh Allen. 
slicks up Lamar Jackson. All right, cool. All right, so I, we got feisty will today. I got I to gotta, I gotta get my information right. You know what I'm saying? My dad's in town. I couldn't watch the show. You Shout know out to Pops, off-camera uh, Pops. Big Wayne hanging out. Shout out. I think, I think Lamar Jackson has the most to prove, and I say this because he was at one point king of the mountain. He had the MVP, electrifying, was that guy. And then, obviously, he had the injuries. They weren't doing well. And the, the world, the football, we, we love Lamar. So we're looking for, like, man, if he just had, like, elite weapons on the outside, if he just had, you know, another coordinator with a more sophisticated passing game, you know, he needs to get paid. If, if he had this, he had that. And right now, I would say he does have everything that he needs yeah. to go ahead and be another dominant force in the AFC. So right now, I think it's Lamar. I can understand what Josh Allen, because things are – definitely trending backwards for him right now. Everything is going crazy in Buffalo with McDermott and with Diggs. And, and obviously before that, him losing his coordinator to, to the Giants, I can see Josh, if he still wants to be in that elite category, he has to get something, whether it's a postseason award or whether it's a postseason trophy, something like that. But for me, it's, it's Lamar Jackson just because he now, just on paper, he is set up to succeed hmm. and really – go back to being that elite guy. Now, Joy, you interestingly said Josh Allen. The reason it's interesting is because the three gentlemen on this desk all say Lamar Jackson. What's your thought process or rationale between Josh? Well, I mean, it's, it's splitting hairs because I do think they both do have something to prove. But if you don't both have postseason success, Josh has had a little more postseason success going to an AFC championship game, but no trophies to show for it. Lamar's been to the postseasons, one in the postseason, no tro- trophies to show for it. Then we go to accolades. Well, winning a unanimous MVP is a pretty nice thing to have on your shelf. That means you were the best player in the whole NFL, and everyone agrees. Unanimously. So Pardon. while that was a while ago, he does have that, and, and he, he won that for a reason. So if, we're, if we don't have Super Bowls to show, we don't have Super Bowl appearances to show, okay, then, you know, Josh has a little bit of an edge on, on him with playoff wins. But during the regular season, they both had a, a very high level of success. The difference is Lamar has more. Hmm. It, it, it's interesting, right? Like, I, I understand that. I, I disagree. I think that Lamar has still have more to prove, and mainly because – Josh has gotten to a conference championship game. Josh has won four playoff games. Josh has shown us the ability to get to the playoffs, play in the playoffs, finish the playoff game more often than not. When, mm. Whereas we've seen Lamar Jackson win one playoff game. So for me, it's like, Lamar, I need to see you just be in the dance more frequently, yeah. please. And not just be in the dance, be dancing. Like last year, Lamar didn't even travel to the playoff game with his team because I believe he was sick. People tried to question whether or not it was legitimized. I won't do that. But he didn't even go to the game in Cincinnati, I believe it was. The year before, Lamar got a concussion at the end of the game, throwing off his back foot in the fourth quarter. He didn't finish the game with this team. I just want to see Lamar be more present. We know every year if Josh Allen is playing, he's going to be in the playoffs and he'll probably win a game or two. But I can't say that with any degree of certainty about Lamar Jackson slick. And that's why to me, like, Lamar, just prove you'll not only be at the dance, but you'll be dancing when the music starts playing. Yeah, you can make the case that Lamar has yet to have that signature postseason performance. And for a guy who's been a unanimous, unanimous MVP uh, and is now, let's not forget, he's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. 
that comes with a certain amount of pressure and responsibility to live up to that as well. I just see in the big picture, I, I, I agree with Will, he's just trending in the wrong direction. Like, I feel like the best we saw of Lamar was several years ago. And we keep coming back to the unanimous MVP, which was in 2019. But, like, I look at all the other quarterbacks who have been MVPs or came close. They all have signature performances in Super Bowls to their names. And while Josh Allen still has to accomplish that, and I agree that, that, that he has something to prove this season as well, no. to me it's just... Lamar, you, all the reasons why supposedly you couldn't get back to 2019 or whatever the issues might have been, those have all seemingly been put to the side. So now show us that it was those things and not your own inability that kept you from replicating 2019. It's interesting. I was thinking about it after Joy brought up the, the point about Lamar's MVP season yesterday, and I went back and I looked and I said, what has Josh Allen done? Because Lamar has a unanimous MVP, which Josh Allen doesn't. I don't believe Josh Allen will ever win a unanimous MVP, primarily because the operative word there is unanimous. I yep. think Josh Allen will win an MVP, but to win a unanimous MVP, Rick is an MVP voter in the NBA. You know how hard it is sure. for everyone to see something well, you gotta vote. and agree. It's only happened once. Yeah, only uh, literally. I think yep. Shaq got snubbed Shaq got missed notably by one. in 99, was it? Yeah, 2000? somewhere around there. Something along those lines. Uh, and Steph obviously is the, is the one. When you think about Josh Allen, he's put up those numbers. Well, like he's put up 5,000 yard seasons, 44 total touchdowns, 5,000 yard seasons. Like if you look at this board, 2020, 2021, 2022, you could argue and likely win the argument all of those seasons by Josh Allen were greater than Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season. Mm. But Josh don't got the hardware to show for it. And so while to me, Lamar has that individual accolade, I'm like, Lamar, I need you to do something with that more than yeah. one playoff win and three playoff losses. Yeah, it's actually for me, it's, it's, it's justifying. Why you do that? Why you do that? Don't do that. Don't start. Because this is, this is why I said we needed to run it back today. Because we, we were having a nice conversation. It was very, like, we were in the, you know what I mean? No, nowhere near the skid marks. Now, now we're just on the rumble strips. What? what? The rumble strips. How? Because, I mean, how far back do we want to go with the numbers? We want to go back to who won the MVP in, in, in 1978 and compare their numbers to, to the MVP last year. Like, what, just, just for the record, I was not doing that. That, that was all Acho's no, doing. No, no, no. I'm a joy man. Not right now. I did start it yesterday because this is why. Because I want to hear why. Because we have made out being unanimous MVP as being like, what does it mean? It means you that year. Yes. That year that you played football. Yes. Everybody else that played football. Yes. On the same field with the same ball. Yes. Was was nowhere near as good as you were. Correct. And all of which our eyeballs. Why, which is why I'm said, saying he this has one the most to prove. is the best one out of everyone playing the sport that year. But it doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't mean that he was somehow unique unique as an MVP. But yes, as I'm it is. Yes, it look, is. Peyton Manning won it five times. He was he, he 49 out of 50 votes. Like, he wasn't unanimous, but are we going to say that Lamar Jackson belongs in the category of Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or, that year or, he did. or, or Tom Brady? That year he did. That year he did. Absolutely. 
It's stuff has to matter. Put him, like, we can't, can't put him in the category of those guys everything just because he's an MVP. Down. But that's, but what do that's you mean? Why. That year, he won a unanimous MVP. That's a really, really hard thing to do. Agreed. There were other really good players in the league playing really good football in the league that year that he played. But was the competition the same as these other guys? All these little qualifiers. We can pick everything apart to death. We can, we can take apart every single championship, every single MVP that's ever been won, and say, well, this guy, what if this guy played? He twisted his ankle. Carson Wentz is fake MVP. Like, we can, we can go down the list every single time. I mean, these, these are things that happen. We constantly try. That's great. I'm, Carson, I, no, I'm saying it comes up all the time. Jalen Hurts this year was on an MVP streak, right. and then he got hurt. Does that right. mean that Patrick Mahomes MVP was not legitimate? Absolutely not. Patrick Mahomes had an What's MVP season. I'm not saying that Lamar's MVP is it was not legitimate by any stretch. The I'm just unanimous saying- nature of an MVP matters. We can't just keep watering everything down because now, years later, we want to evaluate him differently. But I do. I, well, here's the thing: if we're being honest, for Lamar's sake, we should quantify it. For Lamar's sake, if or someone who likes it. Lamar, qualify it. Look if someone who face. likes, here's why. <laughs> You got to keep in mind, Joy, as much as you keep and we keep collectively harping on this unanimous MVP, it might be the scarlet letter that haunts him. Yep. You was a unanimous right. MVP but and you yeah. only ever won. Hold on, hold on, real quick. You was a unanimous MVP and you only ever won one playoff game. Mm. You were a unanimous MVP mm. and you never even went to a Super Bowl. Mm. You were a unanimous MVP and you were a unanimous MVP and you were a unanimous MVP. And that might actually be the thing that haunts Lamar Jackson. So while we sit here and praise that unanimous MVP, I do think we should qualify it because otherwise, Lamar is going to be haunted by the ghost of unanimous MVP past. And if you really put it in perspective, you're like, you know what? He's something we had never seen before. Hmm. That's why, to me, it was no, unanimous MVP. Me, that's a good-looking ghost, okay? No. So follow me around, looking all good. It's unanimous not. MVP. Yes, it is. It's, it's not an incredible accomplishment. Because, no, because you can be a prisoner of your success, and you know that. Like, we have players before where it's like, yo, you did that, but that, you ain't never get back to that again. Right. You have, if your first album goes triple platinum and then the next one comes busting, it's like, dang, that's Isn't all you ever did? better than never having an album that hit triple sure. platinum? Well, it, it depends on what you want to accomplish, because otherwise, we keep, why every time, and it's really only for Lamar, do we keep bringing up, I mean, he won an MVP. Mahomes has won God no. He, Wait, he already won take, two. Take Mahomes out of it. If you are a player that has not won a Super Bowl and has not played in a Super Bowl and you are in the same category as Lamar Jackson, like, I don't know, a Josh Allen, do you think that he would be bothered by having a unanimous MVP as well? Not bothered, but I do think it's a detriment to ultimately like Lamar Jackson's a credibility. That's a strong The word. reason I think it's a detriment, Will, is because, truth be told, without that unanimous MVP, we wouldn't be able to scrutinize Lamar Jackson as much. He is 1-3 in the playoffs. That is not good. That is Dak Prescott when you talk about ratio. I believe Dak Prescott is 2-4. and four. But going into the season, I think Dak was 1-3. Somebody off camera, please correct me if I am wrong. And we used to clown Dak Prescott 1-3 yep. in the playoffs. Going into the season. Used to, sure, we... that is fine. I will own it. We can't say that Lamar and Dak have the same playoff record going in this season, knowing how the world talked about Dak and how we talk about Lamar. That's not acceptable for a unanimous MVP, period. It's just not. Uh, but but, you know his, but his career me? is not over. It's not. It's not. It's not at all. You know but, what haunts me? Talk to me. I'll tell you, 2008, I, had a, I remember driving to the stadium, and I told my wife, I was like, look, if I take one to the crib today, we are going to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. like, I was for sure a pro bowler. I'm telling you, sure pro bowler. I take one to the crib. I, do, I did every dance in a Lambo leap. I turn around, there was a flag. 
There was a flag. Somebody held, called my touchdown back. Somebody else, Clifton Smith from the Bucks, went to the Pro Bowl and not me. And like that one postseason accolade for myself personally would have been a big deal. Like just as a Pro Bowl returner, because guess I was going against Devin Hester every year. Right. I was never seeing the Pro Bowl <laughs> where he returned. So for me, that postseason accolade is a such unanimous. Like that's a that's a big deal. But, but I do, I was gonna say I do agree with Rick in terms of the trending part. Right. Because at the point at the time when you're talking about the best QBs, he was there unanimous. But now you got Hertz coming. You got Herbert. You yeah. got Trevor Lawrence. And now every time we make our list, Lamar keeps going down, mm-hmm. down, down. So now he got his money and his players. I feel like he has the most to prove. But the unanimous right to your point is why he has the most to prove, because he's trying to get back to what he was having that. I agree with that. I'm sorry you're haunted. You're still a pro bowler in my heart, Will. Oh, man. You are. You're a pro bowler. bowler. So it's all great. You know how many times I've heard that, you know that, I've heard that, that story, though? That, man. That you got to let it go, bro. You got to let it go. No, you you, let the, it you go. took off the you're scrubs bigger, and you're now you want to talk to Oh, well, when we return, we got to get back to this NBA. The offseason, it has been chaos. Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, they may have gotten the help they needed to win a championship. And how about Giannis? He had offseason surgery. Big deal, no deal. Dang. Lillard, the drama continues. All those hot topics are next. Don't go anywhere. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia, New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. We'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The breaking NBA news as of late is Dame Lillard wanting gout, but it has gotten more specific. A report says his agent has been receiving calls and has been fielding them, but Dame wants to go to Miami, period. Seven-time All-Star. He's not going to want to go to another place and sit there unhappy. Slick, my my new thought is like, yo, Dame, maybe you should be more Mm open-minded. I understand wanting to go to Miami, but more than just going to Miami, you should be willing to go to any organization in my mind that you believe can win a championship this year. I think Miami is one. I think Boston is one. Next rung under. I think same rung, Milwaukee. Then I think you go to Philadelphia only because I don't necessarily fully trust Joel Embiid. 
But to say I only want to go to Miami, period, is where I start to wrestle with, are you being too close-minded? Are you being too close-focused and not being willing to receive the blessing that might be behind door number two, not just door number one? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you. Now, I don't don't blame him if he's going to take the safe. You know, it's it's like the game show. You can have (laughs) the thing that you can see, or you can have the prize behind door number one, two, or three, right? And, and for me, Miami is the safe choice. We know what they are. We know what their culture is. We know who the head coach is. We know their experience. We know who the star players are. The one thing we don't know is, like, what other players are they going to lose? And they've already lost some. And that is important because if I look at the, the players that potentially could be going out, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, they're already gone. Duncan Robinson, Kyle Lowry, they probably would be going out. Victor Oladipo, already gone. Those guys during the regular season averaged almost 50 points. Uh, During the playoffs, those guys averaged almost 52 points. Dame, regular season, averages 32 points. And for his career in the playoffs, he averages 25-7. So I understand you're going to find some other role players. You're going to find some other guys who are going to contribute. But the idea that Damian could make up for all the pieces that you're losing is a little more challenging, especially if I look at a Philadelphia or a Boston or a Milwaukee, where if I look at those players, I can expect, like, I have great players. Can they up their, out, their output by f- three or four points or five points when Dame comes in? I, that's where if it's, if it's championship, I've, I look at all of the variables and the options. If it's, I just want to be in a good place mm-hmm. for the next three, four years, then I have no, I have no problem with, with going to Miami. I mean, they were the only team in the finals for the Eastern Conference this year. So, well, they, they only let one team go, and it was all the, <laughs> it was all those other guy, teams. She looked at me. I was like, oh. go. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't. I, those She's other tired teams of looking at me there. saying this. That's why it was only Miami. Miami's been to two finals in the last four years, so that's more than the Sixers and more than Boston. You could argue Milwaukee, but that was with a different coach and co- different coaching staff and a different lineup of players and a healthier. Chris Middleton. To me, if I'm making a decision of this precision, of this, of this demand level, I'm not being open-minded. I'm being very specific and very intentional because the purpose is to win a championship. I want the least amount of questions at the highest level, meaning I need to know who's going to be coaching the team and what they've done in that city, what that organization has done before I got there to compete for championships. Who are the stars? Do I fit with those stars? Am I the same as those stars? Do I, do I bring the same thing that the stars that are there already provide? Am I supplementing that? Is the star reliable? We, we can go to each of these other teams and go down the list and check those things off one by one, and you still land with Miami being the safest, most sensible place to go if you're trying to win a championship. There's other teams who are in the championship conversation. I can go down the list and check off things that would make me uncomfortable if I was Damian Lillard. New coach. Star is injured or maybe had some surgery this offseason. Maybe we have some changes at at the other levels. Who are those teams giving up? Does this organization show the ability to bring in other players when they lose players, to develop players, to find players that fit within this roster? 
it always comes back to Miami. And there were reports that he was interested in Golden State, as yep. we talked about in the break. Yep. So he obviously is being, or was being open-minded at some point, and those, those places did not end up being where he ended up. Can I, can I throw one wrinkle in why I would be hesitant if I was Damien about Miami? Sure. And that's in comparison to Milwaukee in particular, or Golden State. Well, Golden State's off the table, but... Can Jimmy... Jimmy and Bam, are they championship-caliber players? That's the question oh, I've been sitting ask. on. Yeah. The reason I've been sitting on Enjoy, you'll probably find this most fascinating. I don't know why I haven't gotten to this sooner. We all collectively agreed after watching Miami uh, this last season that Bam obviously isn't the number one and Jimmy Butler isn't the number one. We've qualified number one being, can you be the best player on a championship team? We have these conversations on camera. We have these conversations off camera. Milwaukee really predicated upon that would truly be the safest place because we know that Giannis can be a number one, the best player on a championship team. If we're being honest with ourselves, we don't know about that with Philly. We don't know if Embiid can be the best player on a championship team. I would love to be able to believe that about Jason Tatum, but truth be told, six, seven years in, I still can't say that with full fervency and full belief. Giannis is the only one that's actually done it. So So if we're we're going to throw the other guys in there, you can't. Correct. You can't do do it. And so if you really wanted to go to a place where you know you have the best chance of winning a championship, I would want to do that with a team that has recently won a championship, with a roster that has recently won a championship, with players that do understand how to get there. I'll be a new coach, but I have seen teams get to championships, LeBron James, with a new coach. LeBron James is one of one. So... I, is there another one? To- well, I'm just thinking Anthony Davis went to join LeBron James and Frank Vogel in L.A. Frank Vogel never having won a championship before. Mm-hmm. And wait, wait, championship. Was he a head coach before? I mean, if there's, if there's a, yeah, yeah, but. I think he came from overseas at the time, though. Frank? Yeah, because uh, he was in Indiana in like 13, 14. Indiana, and then yeah, or, and then Orlando. He, yeah. But in, in any case, I, I, I mean. Looking at parallels, and I think we've made this parallel before. With we're not. We're right, we're a little off the parallels now. We're kind of doing a little some other. No, AD going from a small market, going to uh, at least a, a a franchise with championship pedigree. He hadn't had it for a couple of years, and a championship winning caliber number one in LeBron James, the, the greatest player of our generation. Okay, and ended up winning. Winning that ring, like did, yes. that to me, there. If I'm looking at particulars, and I'm Damian Lillard, I would say, okay, I see the avenue. Which, 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 even though we have a new coach in Milwaukee, we have a championship caliber player. I'm not saying that Milwaukee is a terrible choice. I'm just saying if I, I am, I don't, I want to take as many question marks off the table if I am going to choose to go to another place. Mm-hmm. So if Dame is saying he only wants to go here, it's because he wants the least amount of question marks. But I still have going. a big one there, which is like... And my question the is... The least amount go ahead. would be Milwaukee. That's what I would say. They Just, have a new head coach that's well, never here, been a head coach But well, here's before. the thing, though. The... The culture, like you mentioned, is established in terms of. I know I, I mentioned earlier that having a new coach is, is hard, but with Giannis, Middleton, everyone there who has done it the past, yep. whatever, four or five years, it's there. So he's come, that coach is coming into a situation, and he's going to lean heavily on the players because if he comes there and he's trying to demand to be a dictator, he's going to lose everyone in the locker room straight up. So he's coming there knowing, understanding the situations. And plus, right, if I'm Damian Lillard and I'm looking at that team, I look around, I'm like, shoot, for me, I just got to come and shoot. Like, really, I don't need to come here and do much. I look at Miami, and I'm like, well, who? 
I don't ask you guys a question. Who needs more? You know, who needs who more? Like, does Miami need Damian Litter more than Little needs Miami? They both need him. They, got, they lost in five in the first rounds, and their coach got fired. And with, Chris, and Chris with, Middleton is, with their is best player missing injured. two and a half games. Right. I, I can't. Who, who did I can't, what, what did he do this offseason? Was he healthy this offseason? No, he had a he had a minor knee injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little scope, right? Yeah, yeah it was a little scope. He, he walked out the hospital. He didn't go in the sure. wheelchair. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, 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 I, I don't think there is a wrong answer. I think I just think to qualify Miami as the exclusive right answer is where I think is wrong. I don't think Miami or Milwaukee is a wrong answer, but to just simply qualify, disqualify everybody else. His agent did. Correct. But I don't you know, think agents are representation of the player. Yeah. Well, they he's not doing anything to Damian. They go, let me do this. Let me. Yeah. Do. He's not doing anything that Damian doesn't want him to do. Yeah, he's letting them put that out there. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he's not open-minded. Mm. Oh, <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm not Rick, being open-minded you about. Oh, actually, actually, never mind. You negotiate your own deals. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I All forgot. Right. No, my Rick. On that note, coming up, we got to talk to my agent. What we got to talk about quarterbacks, y'all, because a recent tier list of quarterbacks was revealed, and we have to tell you our issue with it. Patrick Mahomes did not stand alone. Aaron Rodgers stood below Justin Herbert. We will break it down for you next. What? I am the agent. I'm upset, y'all. I am upset. I just saw a tier list of NFL quarterback rankings, and I got some big, big issues with it. First and foremost, this was tier one. This, ladies and gentlemen, was tier one. How in the world does Patrick Mahomes not stand by himself? You see Joe Burrow. You see Josh Allen. I get it, but Mahomes does what the other two have not. Now, let's take a look, shall we, at tier two. I'm equally upset. Because Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, I understand those two be in tier two. Unanimous MVP, second team all pro. Hard to do. But Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert sharing the stage with Lamar and Hurts? Make it make sense. I can't. Lastly, let's take a look at tier three. This was the most enigmatic of them all, if you will, because I understand Russell Wilson. I understand Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl champs. I understand Tua Tungavailoa. I understand Deshaun Watson. You perceive that they can lead their teams to Super Bowls, but Daniel Jones? I can't make sense of that one. Mm. Heading to the desk for some clarification. Who had disrespect, Will? I'm not saying you did. The list did. Oh. <laughs> Will, let me start with you then. What's your biggest issue with this tier rankings of the quarterback? Can we get the graphic up again? Tier what tier do you want to see? I tier, need two. tier three. Tier three. Tier three, please. I need tier three. Tier three, please. Calling tier three. Can I get up? Go ahead. My it's your goodness, Grish. I got to get show. up. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Black. Okay, what's wrong? These, what's wrong? Two, these two over here are disgruntled. Like, why, yeah, are we, why are we with these dudes? Exactly. Like, why, why are we over here and these two? Especially this man. Move him up. He just won back-to-back two years ago. He got a Super Bowl. Like, why is, why is he there? That's fair. That is fair. That is fair. That Stafford. is fair. So, he got it done. Why, like, that's what... Who is this guy, anyway? So, you would put Rodgers in tier what? Two. I understood. Understood. Yes. Understood. Not right here or... No. Tier two. Or maybe yeah. drop it. Can we take else. a look at, let's take a look at all, either all of them or, okay, here Joy. are the tiers. Move them up. There are the tiers. <laughs> there are the tiers. Move them up. Joy, what's your biggest issue? I mean, we just, we done with Russ, huh? 
Russ ain't gonna exactly. Russ, Russ ain't go to yeah, Super Bowl. listen, definitely last year. Russ ain't Russ Russ out ain't here. Super Bowl. He can't even get in there. Russ, Russ can't even get in there. Hold on, Russ went to two Super Bowls. He did. Russ won the Super Bowl. Russ can't even get in tier three. <laughs> now he in the bottom of tier three. Russ, his name um, in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Russ he ain't on the graphic though. That's crazy. We just not like there's three Super Bowl winning coach players up there. It's I'm, crazy. I mean, we gotta, we gotta move Russ up too. Okay. So yeah, no doubt. Okay. I can't see you Russ right here. You are yelling for Russ. I can't right here. Here. Yelling yeah. for Rogers. Because this is, this is what I see. Hold on. Yeah, no, oh, you don't see this end. Russell's over here. Russell's on the end. He, Russ is right there. Oh, he yelling. <laughs> <laughs> How about we move Russ to the end this way? Okay, yeah. We move Aaron up. Yeah. This yeah. Is... You know what? He's yelling at you, going, "Hey, why are you leaving me here? Why are you leaving me there?" Up. But it was a bad year. My bad, Russ. Bad year. Yeah, bad what's, year. What's, what's with you, Joy? Where you at? I agree with you about Patrick Mahomes. He's got to be in his own. He's in his own category. He's and out. if we move Pat up, then I think tier two, uh, or or actually the big three. So it would be tier one. So tier two would be the big three. There's a lot going on there. Um, I think there's more in that second tier if you move Pat up to number one. Who, like, Who I, moves up? I think Hurts has to move up. I think Lamar has to move up. I think Rogers. I think Stafford. I think Russ has to move Lamar up. Lamar is up. I mean, you do. You got to move him up. No, he's already in he's two. Already but in I'm two. saying, like, he would be in two. He would be in the same line as Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not played in the Super Bowl yet. No, I'm saying all those are in two. Yeah. Yes, can we get, can we get I agree. Two? Can we get two of them? We're, two. we're rearranging oh, two right these here. a bit. Sorry it's getting a little while. But I, I just think that if you're going to have – if, if you're moving Patrick Mahomes, who mm-hmm. is obviously the best he stands tier alone. one. He's in tier one He's alone. by himself. You're sliding Joe Burrow and Josh Allen into tier two, where Correct. I would put them. Correct. Then I think you include Jalen Hurts. I think you include Lamar Jackson. I think you include That's where Matthew I stopped, Stafford That's where and I Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, I think you've got to include Matthew Stafford. He just won a Super Bowl two years ago. <sighs> I can't, Joy. I want to, but I can't. Why? You guys are missing, Why? I can't. You're, you're missing. You can't. You're missing one here. The reason I can't is to me, Joe Burrow. And now I didn't. Here's where I didn't want to do. I didn't want to have to do this to all the viewers. No. To me, it should be Patrick Mahomes by himself. Then, quite literally, Joe Burrow can say, "Don't put them other guys with yep, me." I'm with you. Like, because Joe Burrow has never actually been bad when he's healthy. Like, ever. Joe right. Burrow last two years. What other guys with me? What other guys? Like, if I'm Joe Burrow, don't put Josh Allen with me. Why Ugh, not, Josh? Why not? Because Josh ain't been to a Super Bowl. Oh, ugh, Josh, I just beat Josh. Josh right. ain't done what I done. Yeah. If, I'm, if I am Joe but Burrow, don't about? put we're Josh with me. We're just talking about talent. Like, and we're, we're considering a lot of things here. Because this, this was my tier. Right, put the Raiders up. Where's Jimmy so, G? Check, check, check with me. Where's Jimmy G? Where the Raiders at? This was my tier list. I had Mahomes one by himself. Then I go Burrow. Allen, Hurts, Lamar. Hurts, Super Bowl. Burrow, Super Bowl. Allen, consistently great. Lamar, unanimous MVP. Now, tier three is my, you either have proven to win a Super Bowl, a.k.a. you've won one, or I think you can. That's why you see Lawrence, Herbert, Rogers, Stafford, Tua, Fields, Watson, Russ. Tier four, so you're those are one. guys. Those are good guys. Who do I miss? Jared Goff. I don't Why think is he Jared, not in there? I don't think Jared Goff. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he, he, hasn't, Super but he, Bowl. Hasn't, he hasn't won one, though, and you I don't think so, so, so he's So you got Jared Goff and Justin what? Fields. You kind of got to swap them. You got to swap, swap them. That's a swap. But here's, swap. here's my thing, though. Is like, Especially when Detroit goes to the playoffs this I year. Think, that is a t- but don't you all think, sure. at least because this is where I stand, I think Justin Fields' ceiling is exponentially higher than that of Jared yeah, Goff. We maybe. We, but maybe. Maybe. But we have seen Jared Goff play Jared Goff is upset cooking in Detroit right now. Yeah. <laughs> upset. Yeah. He is. He is. He is. He is. Okay. He is cooking. Who are we forgetting this? Like, I have an issue with... Where we have Trevor uh, Kirk Lawrence, Cousins. the company that he's keeping. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I mean, it, 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 I know what the potential is. I know what the measurables are. But if, if, 
if we're, I mean, I look at what Tua has done. Tua has been inconsistent, but his highs have been higher than Trevor Lawrence's. Oh, no. And just because he's been to the playoffs, but he was, he was a yard sale in the playoffs. You're not wrong. Even when he won. Crazy. You, what, four turnovers? I mean, you are not wrong. Trevor Lawrence, to me, has afforded similar grace to Justin Herbert without accomplishing as much as Justin Herbert, because at least Justin Herbert, through three seasons, has historical accomplishments. But Lawrence did win a playoff game, so in his defense, mm. he, he does have that. Mm. Coming up, the Jets. They got high hopes. They got high hopes. But are they too high? What should the expectation be for Aaron Rodgers? Are the Jets a lot to make the playoffs? Is that even enough? Joined by Rodgers' former teammate here at the desk. That is next. Let the good times roll. Come I expect y'all to stop disrespecting. family. So Aaron Rodgers, you already know he is in the big apple right now. He joined the New York Jets. But the real question now is, is he going to make the playoffs? Can he make the playoffs? I believe he can. I believe he will. And it's very simple. When I look at the playoff picture, I got the Chiefs. I got the Bills. I got the Bengals. I got the Jags. I got the Ravens. I got the Dolphins. I will break it down as to why. I don't know necessarily what order these teams are going to be. And I think the Chiefs will be the one seed. The Bills could be the three. The Bengals could be the two. The Ravens could be the two. The Bills could be the five. The Dolphins could be the I don't know. I don't care. What I do know is there's one playoff spot open. The seventh seed. I think all those teams are locked. The seventh seed is open. Where is that seventh seed going to come from? In my mind, Chargers, Jets, Browns, Broncos. Chargers, Jets, Browns, Broncos. That's the team that's going to be the seventh seed. My money is on Aaron Rodgers ascending a top five defense to the seventh seed. So, Will, as I see it, Joy, as I see it, there's really one spot open. I know the historical data about the new teams in the playoffs year in and year out, but I believe there's one spot open. I'm convinced, Will, that that one spot belongs to the Jets. Are you as well? Will they make the playoffs? I believe they will, but there's going to be there might be some other spots open. Mm. I feel like I feel like the one thing that no one's really talking about with Cincy is that they lost Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Yep. They lost their big two, safeties. Their two like, and they got paid. Those are like legit big time safeties. And so my biggest concern is for them defensively. You know, is like is that's going to be an issue? And so I'm worried about them because I feel like I feel like the Steelers are trending up. So you think it'll be even more competitive than just that the, no- the spot, North? You know? The North is going to be nuts. The AFC North is going to be crazy. Um, and then I feel like with the AFC South, like that is also wide open. I understand. I understand. Yes, what Jacksonville did coming back, and now now they're feeling good about themselves in year two. And yes, I have them in as well. But that's going to be up in the air as well too. Um, to answer your question again, yes, I'm convinced the Jets do. And, and, and why? It's simple. It's just Aaron Rodgers. Like, that was that was the issue last year. They didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> now they do. Problem solved. Just, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fifty million dollars. I'm not convinced because of what we're looking at. Mm. Like you're asking me, if, am I convinced? Do I think they can? Yes. Do I think they're in that that space? Yes. But I'm not convinced because look at that. That is that is. You know what's hard? Ten to seven is. Gonna keep yeah, somebody I th- out. I think it'll take 11. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll take 11. Ten and well, seven that's what I'm saying. Like, keep somebody out. If these these four teams, okay, maybe maybe Tennessee sneaks in, Jacksonville sure. takes but, a step back, whatever. Somebody's got to win that division. Yep. So mm-hmm. those those four teams, we would be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now you go to the North, like Will said, you the have Ravens the Browns, have you have the Ravens, the Steelers. 
that some likely they'll have three teams in the play. They could very easily have three teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins. Now you have the Broncos and the Chargers. The Chargers in the playoffs last year. The Dolphins in the playoffs last year. There is some turnover, but I believe there's also one spot, and those teams have to fill it. So would I be shocked if the Jets didn't make the playoffs? Yeah. No, I would not, because that's the scenario. I would be shocked if they did, but I'm you, convinced they can. That you have to get through. I can see them stealing two from Buffalo. Ooh. I can see them sweeping that one. Ooh. I can see them stealing that one. I can see them stealing New England and split Miami. I, I, I do feel them, though, because they beat the Bills last year, and then I think they lost by possession or less. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's not outlandish. It's, it's not, not outlandish, outlandish, but it's also not outlandish that they could miss the playoffs. It's not outlandish, no, because they, they, oh, they have been missing the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same exercise, and I, very similar with one distinction. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine. So I got, I got, five, locks. I got five locks. Yep. The Chiefs, the Bengals, Jackson or Tennessee, whoever's winning that yep. division, Ravens, and Buffalo. So that's five. And it's hard for me to imagine the Chargers not being in the playoffs next year. I think they're ascending. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to, take, for, to see them take a step back. So that leaves one spot for the Dolphins, the Jets, the Browns, and potentially whoever is that other team in the AFC South that is competing. And so when I look at it that way, like, it really comes down to, do you believe more in the Dolphins? Do you, re- more, do you believe more in the Jets? Yeah, if that's how you pick it. That's fascinating. Because, you know, I did the opposite. I yep. locked the Dolphins, yep. unlocked the Chargers. You yep. believe in Jets or Chargers. Yep. But I don't think you're crazy either. Chargers were in the playoffs as a wild card. Dolphins were in the playoffs as a wild card. George Wright, too, like... It's hard to do. The AFC is going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy, and we can't wait. Joy Taylor, you're convinced I need to get a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, I, I was not really, in that conversation. I don't really uh, advocate for that <laughs> too much. Because I laugh way too hard. hard. I laugh way yeah. too hard. My bad. It's a lot of work. You, well, you have children, so. Yeah, Here's the have. thing. Here's why. We have a cat. Love cats. The dilemma, Will, was this. Last night, I was up. I was on a thread app. I was threading. I think that's what they call it. I was sitting there threading, threading, threading. You'll you'll be there. (laughs) You will. Hurry up. Get there. Give us us time. You were doing what? I was up there. I was threading. I was up doing my thing, threading. And Jordan was like, I was scrolling through. And, you know, I dropped like a couple little thoughts. He just did two minutes. I'm like, why? why? I'm about to unfollow. I'm about to mute. (laughs) Why? 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 (laughs) I will mute mute. you. You get the nightmare. I will mute you. Yeah, you get like you get like very obsessed about some of the takes sometimes. Yeah. I'm just you concerned. Need a pet. I'm just concerned get a dog. Friend. I do. I need. I need. Or you need to go work at a nursing home or something. Like or that. I need to get off the red. One of the two. <laughs> That's it for us. We'll see y'all next time, family. Thanks for tuning in.